Hello and welcome to Lounging with Leash. Today is a special episode, but I mean, aren't they all? Uh, this particular Lounging with Leash, if you've never listened before, the whole point of this is to just help brighten our day. You know, maybe um, you've been going through a bit of a rough patch or down day or whatever. And especially during this time, there's a lot going on in the world. And I feel like I've been saying that for a very long time, but I think that's just um, kind of what we're all going through. And so when I first created this podcast, the idea was I felt like I needed an extra reason to get out of bed, more motivation, something to strive for, to work towards. And I recently kind of re um, prioritized my goals and what I'm hoping to achieve this year. And you know, whether or not it's new year, new me, I'm not really sure, but I definitely have felt an extra kind of oomph with the 2021-ness, even though it's been quite the doozy of a year so far. I think we could all agree. Um, my goal is to just continue to be this kind of like um, bright spot in your day. And part of what I... Um, like, I'm just going to say it, like, my goal is to do at least one podcast a year this year. And that's just for lounging with leash. And some of you probably know that I also have another podcast called Conscious Girls Drink Champagne. And I haven't set specific goals for that one yet. But um, I am having a planning session with Cassie later today. So maybe we'll set new goals for that one as well. But at least for what I'm in control of and the brands that I'm like, um, managing just myself, I have goals. So I also have some social media goals, but anyways, um, yeah, so here we go. And I'm so excited to share with you today. This is one, I, I wouldn't say it's silly because, um, you know, I don't necessarily think it's silly, but in the, I look at my past list of episodes and it's like, sometimes I have really like cool inspirational people that I've talked about, which I think are probably like a little more of the like um, meaningful episodes. But this one is more like silly in the sense that it's a show. So I recently became obsessed with the circle. <laughs> Thank you, Nathaniel. My cousin told me about it and it came out last year. But uh, for whatever reason, I just didn't get that excited about it from the previews. It's on Netflix and for whatever reason, I just didn't get it or didn't feel like it made much sense to me. And I didn't put that much um, effort into learning what it was. It's just like, oh, this show is an option. But what's interesting is that, you know, someone I trusted was like, hey, you should watch. And so I figured it out and I gave it a shot. And here's the deal. If you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend it because it's, so here's the synopsis. Basically, they have um, a certain amount of people. I think it starts out with like eight people. And they each are living in their own little apartments in this building, supposedly all in the same building. And they can't see each other or hear each other or speak to each other. They just can use this social media network called The Circle to communicate. And the idea is that if you are... Um, ranked as popular by the other members of the circle, then you can become quote unquote influencers in the circle. And then you have some sort of say over who stays and who goes all with the purpose at the end of it to be 
the one most popular person in air quotes wins a hundred thousand dollars. And so there is different strategies that every person employs. Some people come in being completely themselves and choose video or sorry, photos that are representative of who they really are and but act and talk or not talk, but type like their real self. So like some of them are like out there trying to prove that you really can be liked and win just based on who you are in real life. There's also this option where you come in and be some, someone completely different. So there's this guy who comes in and he brings his mom. So it's technically like two people acting as one, but the photo is of him. So it's kind of true. And then there's full on like a guy who comes in and acts as though he's his girlfriend. And I, I would say he's probably the biggest catfish of them all because not only is he pretending to be his girlfriend, but he's acting in a way that he admits that his girlfriend wouldn't even act like she's more emotional and all this stuff. She, um, and he was like more straight up lying in the sense that, uh, you know, he would say things that aren't true. Like, you know, I'm crying right now or whatever. So anyways, there's probably more options, but those are the main things. And then what I thought was really cool about it is because, you know, pretty much all of us have gone through this quarantine thing, like either once, twice, three times, however many times a lady, and all of them are secluded. And so I found, found a lot of comfort and this kind of like weird camaraderie with these people who are also sequestered and quarantined. And I don't even know if it was filmed during quarantine. I have no idea, but it was kind of like, oh, you're like me. Like they show some of the main mundane parts of their days, like making food and doodling around their house and building a puzzle where it's like, yep, this is quarantine. <laughs> so it was kind of oddly comforting to see that. And then they have this like social media network, whoever's managing it, kind of like the Truman Show, but it breaks the fourth wall. And it, they have screens everywhere and it's like the TV in the living room or in their bathroom or in their bedroom. And it's like alert. And then it comes up, it's like, time to rank everybody and they rank each other and then influencers get to vote on who to send home and then they're forming friendships you can have private chats and so what i thought was really interesting not only was it just like really fascinating to watch because they kept changing up the kind of rules a little bit which kept it really interesting and it wasn't just like every Tuesday we rank and then someone goes home and then this, and then this, it was like that for two times. And then it's like, actually this time, only one person's deciding who goes home. This time everyone votes who goes home. And like, it always kept people guessing and they were sending in new people. One time, ooh, I really like this. They sent in like ingredients to decorate a cake and they had to try to like make a cake to match this photo. And then like everyone got to vote. So you're constantly learning about people and trying to see if who they are matches up with, um, you know, how they're acting. And if you are suspicious of someone's being catfish or not, but all that aside, what I really kind of got like meta one night where I'm like, oh my God, this is kind of crazy because what I thought was really fascinating was at the end, so all of them met um, like before they announced the winner. So 
I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but basically however many, I think it was five of them who made it to the end, all got to meet face to face. And what's curious is that, I guess this is a little bit of a spoil. I'm not going to say the name, but one of the catfish made it to the end. And what's so fascinating to me is that a lot of them, although they were upset to learn that he was a catfish, they weren't necessarily ang- or they were upset, but they still claimed, I guess it's a better way to put it, that the connections that they formed with this person were genuine and felt like they had authentic an authentic relationship with this person. And so that just kind of sent me for a tailspin where I'm like, wow, like, it just leads me to wonder how much of our reality do we create ourselves versus how much is actually reality? You know what I mean? Like if you could full on go through this experience, create these connections in your own mind, right? Because you can only feel your own feelings and think your own thoughts. And it felt real to you. Is that real? Even though the other person was not being real, because it was really you, you experienced that you felt connected, you felt warm, you felt safe, you felt close, or whatever the feelings were happy. Um, And does that negate once you learn that that person isn't who they say they were and it was acting differently than they really were feeling? Does that negate your experience? Does it make it unreal? And does that mean that now you don't like that person anymore? Or, you know, what does it mean? And so that's what got me really kind of like, wow, because I was putting myself in their shoes. And I think For me, I tend to be kind of suspicious (laughs) and this is something I'm working on, but also I think it's a trait that's kept me kind of, it's kept me safe. Let's be honest. Like I knock on wood have been, you know, relatively safe in my life and never gotten into too much trouble. And I think it's because I am naturally suspicious (laughs) and also just like safety conscious. But so I think myself in these situations, I don't know what I have just form people or form bonds with people that I really trusted. And then, or would I have been like quasi suspicious of everyone? And then, and then furthermore, does that create my reality myself? Like, meaning if I was consciously or unconsciously committed to having this experience of being suspicious and paranoid the whole time, would I look for ways to create that and scenarios and things that people say to create this suspicion and this paranoia so that my time, the whole time I was there, I was like constantly looking for flaws and things that people are saying that aren't adding up. And then I kind of like ruined my experience for myself with the, but with the intent of making, like making it as far as possible and protecting myself and trying to find genuine connections. This is coming from a good place. Or, or would I, um, if I was more committed to, let's say, forming genuine connections above all and not necessarily like making it further or finding catfish because I'm like determined to like not be screwed over, 
would my experience be different? Would I look for the good in people? Would I look for the genuine connections and just kind of, irregardless of whether they're catfish or not, I'm committed to having a good experience. And then I guess one step further would be, is one better than the other, right? Because one could argue that, you know, me having my suspicions and keeping my like alert and trying to be pay attention to all these details could help me stay safe and stay alert and potentially win the money and potentially protect myself from getting my feelings hurt from making connections with someone who isn't real. Or would it be better to just be like, throw all that out the window, I'm committed, committed to having a good time in, in making friends. And if at the end they're not who they say they are, oh, well, is one better than the other? I don't know. Because that's what surprised me so much is that, and maybe they thought differently later once they watched the show back, but in the moment when they all met, it still seemed like they genuinely still liked this person and reiterated that their genuine connection was real. And so it kind of blew my mind thinking that, well, if they could go through this whole process knowing it wasn't real, or excuse me, that person wasn't real, but that their experience was real, then like, I wonder if we could apply that to our own lives. And maybe we do all the time already. You know, like, I would imagine that, like, even with, um, like, let's take this, like, bizarre scenario where you can't meet the person out of it. A lot of the times, like, when you're making friends or dating or work relationships or whatever, you don't know the real person. Everyone kind of has this facade on most of the time until you get to really know them and get to understand this is who they are, this is when they say something, do they do it? You know, how do they act when there's stressful times? How do they act under this circumstance? You kind of get to know someone. And even then, do you really know them, right? It's like this existential question that keeps going. So it's kind of just like blowing my mind. Like, what if I was just committed to always having an extraordinary experience of everyone would that make my experience better? Would I be more, uh, could I enjoy more experience, like be happier, um, more trusting all this and then deal with stuff when it comes? I don't know. Or is that like a silly way to live because you're putting yourself in harm's way constantly? I have no idea, but can you believe all these questions came as a result of this like reality TV show essentially? But it's kind of like a social experiment. And a lot of it, I think, was created out of this desire to just like, um, not test and measure, but kind of like see how people act when it comes to social media. Like when if you could be someone you normally aren't, like one of the girls um, put pictures up of like a model or something and she's in real life a model, but she's a plus size model. So she put d different pictures, right? And then she ends up, well, I won't ruin it, but there's different ways that these people go about it. And you're just sitting there going, okay, like this seems like a lighthearted experiment, 
But then some really moving things actually happen and seemingly really meaningful connections happen. People like um, became really, really connected. They would like stand up for each other. They vote someone else out over their friend. Like it really did seem like it had these more profound kind of effects that you would think, oh, that wouldn't really happen. It's fun, like a fun experiment. Like if you could put a different profile photo up and pretend you're someone else. Right. So I don't know. I just thought it was really well done, very entertaining, but also like some sweet, emotional, like touching parts and um, made me feel less alone in quarantine land. But so much so. And so it's on Netflix, like I said, The Circle. And I was trying to find other seasons like and I was looking and there's a so I'm this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I'm watching the French version right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have to read all the subtitles. I don't know French. Uh, I feel like I've learned a few words, but it's really good. They also have a Brazil one. I don't know if I saw a UK one. No, I don't know. There might be others, but all very similar theories and I don't think it's as entertaining mostly because I have to pay attention really hard to read and what I think might be getting lost quite literally in translation is some of the the jokes and the personality that I might not be getting because I don't understand exactly like how they communicate and I can kind of see like who's playful versus who's more serious and stuff but I think it might just be a little lost because I'm like trying to read it but anyways that's how desperate I am for more of the circle. But um, yeah, so give it a try. Let me know what you think. I would love to debate these existential questions with you and just kind of think about like how much of our reality do we create ourselves? And like, if we're committed to having a miserable experience, do we create that consciously or unconsciously? And is, can the opposite be possible? Because that's, you know, our lives are quite are pretty much a, a reflection of that. We're constantly interpreting and internalizing what is happening out in the world and making sense of it for ourselves. So why wouldn't we want to just make the best version of that story in our own head if we have the choice? Or is that a bad idea? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, check out The Circle and let me know what you think. So happy to be back with you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this. I wore my special tie-dye for you guys. It's my, where is it? Let's see, oh, it's Vans. And I wore this fancy mic. So hopefully the sound quality is great. And um, it's really windy today. So if you're somewhere windy or snowy or cold or what have you, stay safe, hunker down. And yeah, we got this. Let's do this. Also, The Bachelor tonight. So, <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. Bye.